All right. Hello and welcome to Reach the Masses podcast, the show about two friends talking about the pop culture that they love. I'm Travis. And I'm Heather. This is episode four? Episode four. We are episode four. Uh, who knew that we would make it to episode four? <laughs> who knew that we would be able to keep it up? Keeping it strong. <laughs> um, we are... This one's going to be a little bit late. We were going to be... We had the best of intentions. I will go ahead and lay full blame, throw myself on the sword on this one. <laughs> uh, work and life in general for me this week has been horrid. So I don't know what we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks because I'm going on vacation. and will be gone. However, we might be able to the day or two before I leave, maybe squeeze one in just so that we can stay on track. But I think we can we can at least make a valiant effort. Give but, it the college try. But this one's going to be a little bit late. I'm a, no promises. I'm going to try to this is Sunday as we're filming it, which uh typically we do this on a Wednesday, so it's a little little off, but what we're hoping for is I can maybe get there tonight and edit and get it posted before you pass out. Before I pass out. Yes. Um so this week's episode, we will be continuing our discussion we're back on Buffy uh season three we took a break last week to, to discuss the Doctor, Doctor Who. Who um so we'll be back on Buffy season three and then we will continue our discussion with American Gods episode four episode four yeah we're right with American Gods so yeah, four and we're four keeping, we're keeping it up and then we will we're going to continue the Would You Rather. We we both kind of like that part of the show where we ended with some Would You Rather questions. Uh, I went and bought, actually, a Would You Rather game. It's not the the adult version. I know, sad. It's the oh. semi-adult It's the semi. It's the kind of clean party edition is the <laughs> one that I got. But there are like a thousand dilemmas. So Heather's got some cards. I've got some cards. So it's not just going to be me reading them. We'll take turns. We'll go back and, and we're forth. we're very interested in keeping up with our uh, decision-making fatigue. We want to make sure that we maintain that level of fatigue because it's psychologically healthy and, you know, just something we're both interested in doing. Yeah. So with all that said, I guess we can get back to Buffy Season 3. starts with Anne. Anne. Because Buffy's middle name is Anne. Elizabeth Ann Summers. Because the, the we talked about, if you remember episode two, we talked about season two. The the brutal ending, which was probably the best ending of Buffy, mm -hmm. where Buffy leaves. So this is the continuation of that. This is Buffy's adventures in L.A. on her own. And of course, she doesn't have to look very hard to find demons they come find her well, she's working as a waitress right mm -hmm. as, which is so weird and i was thinking about this whole season in regards to pre 9 11 yeah like she has an identity she has that in the first episode and then the last episode oh wait <laughs> spoilers <laughs> i'm going to talk say spoiler spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Right now, spoiler alert, we only mentioned the first episode of Anne and mentioned the ending of season two. But other than that, we're going spoilers <laughs> from here on out. So, spoilers, you've been warned. We're spoiling season three. If you've not watched it, watch it and then come back. If you've not watched American Gods, come back. If you've not watched it and you just started listening to this, just jump to the very end and watch. Listen, watch. Listen to the Would You Rather part. Yeah. 
or listen to it all and enjoy it anyway, and then go watch mm -hmm. these wonderful television shows that we keep yammering on about. However you want to play it, it's fine. But then at the end of the season, she... Um, oh, this is back to the uh, pre-9-11. Yes, pre-9-11. Yes, pre like, first episode, she has a whole new identity. Able to get it really easily, apparently, or just working right. away. Yeah, it doesn't take the 10 grand. I've researched disappearing. It takes at least 10 <laughs> grand to do it correctly Wait, and safely you, without... Why, why have you researched disappearing? Because sometimes a girl needs to disappear. And you've like looked at like extradition countries like no, no, no. to that, to that point. Like, so there's not a, like a crime. You just want it as a beer. Yeah. I just, I just want, like, I looked up how hard it would be for a person in the United States to just kind of walk away from life. And you, and, and it would be at least 10 grand. <laughs> and you Googled this. Yes. I, you can Google that. There's all after nine 11. You after Google nine, after nine eleven because there wasn't a Google so you Google right 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 but you Googled how to make up a new identity yes you are on a server somewhere on NSA <laughs> yeah I'm sure well it, it, being in academia I'm sure I'm on some lists anyway but absolutely I looked it up we mentioned a one time Black Hawk helicopters and, <laughs> and they're they're getting closer there the longer we talk about this stuff I'm realizing Heather is more on a watch list than me um, yeah and I yeah. So, but what I was saying was, is that she got the identity in the first episode. And then at the season end, they blow up the school. Yes. And just the imagining, you know, like, I remember a time, you you know, like as a kid, like, you know, blowing up the school, or like, you know, how cool that would be, you know. This, right, like, it was a funny, funny thing fa when we were children. But now, if you even mention it or talked about it, post 9-11 world. Yeah, or post Columbine, or post any of the other mass shootings that have happened in this country. Yeah, like I'm scared to death my kid already going to kindergarten just for the simple fact is that he is already starting to point with his finger and pretend it's a gun. And I'm like, that'll get you expelled. Zero tolerance. Absolutely. Yes, um, it will. Or I'm afraid that it will. So it's just ridiculous, the amount of stuff. But this is a different time. This is another world where payphones ruled the world and we're still a thing. And cell phones weren't yeah. glued to everyone's hand. I had a pager. I had a pager. Oh, pager. <laughs> For like two weeks, I had a pager. <laughs> and you weren't a drug dealer. And I wasn't a drug dealer. I was just a normal human teenager who wasn't a doctor and wasn't a drug dealer. I did a real world season one reference. Because <laughs> wasn't one of the characters had a pager and then they mm, made a joke about so. like, are you a drug dealer? And yeah. It was a whole big thing. That was the early 90s. Nobody listened to this. It's, they were probably born then. What are you even talking about? <sighs> God, I know. <laughs> there was someone at work, and she just didn't get any. Re she doesn't get any references. Uh -huh. And there was another person I, th I told you a couple a year or two ago who didn't know Ghostbusters. Yes, you told me about that. Yeah. Didn't know the theme. Didn't know nothing about it. And I just like I want to weep. Yeah. For these people. Absolutely. That don't know these pop culture references, but then again, I'm sure they probably will throw out some references that you have no you know, idea. Yeah, because I told you that one time, like. What is ship? What does that mean? I, 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 I knew that one. I knew that one. Now, I had to ask you for that one because I was like, what is shipping? What are the, why, why are they shipping? What's yeah. the cost? Is it free? Yeah. Is it Amazon it's Prime? It's relationship. relationship. And apparently smashing is now not something you do to bricks in Mario okay. or in Legend of Zelda. It, it is sex. Smashing. So if you smash with someone. I just don't think they know what they're doing if they're calling if they're it smashing. they're just calling it smashing. <laughs> Right. It's like, this denotes a lack of knowledge, knowledge. on your part. Sorry, <laughs> this generation. Which apparently we're millennials, just so I we're, you know. We're the old millennials. Yeah, we, we barely made the cut. Yeah. Our year was the first year. My year, you you were 83, right? Well, they said, I think they, they said if you graduated... Is... I thought they said if you graduated in 01 and after. Oh, the whatever or I read 2000. said if you were born in 1982 to whatever, you're a millennial. Okay. I think the one I saw was that if you graduated high school in 2000 mm -hmm. and on, you're, you're a, a millennial. millennial. Oh. You know what I am? I'm an old person who gets uh, <laughs> stiff whenever I sit down for too long. That's what I am. So we're the old millennials. Yeah. Who uh, uh, still have the, uh, the car, the house, the kids, the job. Like we managed to do all that post-college life. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, after ranting 
What should Buffy. we talk about now? Buffy. Uh, Buffy. Anne, you were saying about Anne. What, what did you like? Did you like anything about that one, or is it just it's it not just picks up where it left off on season two? It did. Um, Buffy gets on the bus. She goes to L.A. Not my favorite episode. Um, I, I loved the fight scene in the like. Was that an alternate dimension? They were yes. In? It was like they were kidnapping like a, him and they were taking him. Kind of a human slavery for the demons to do their work or whatever. Right. And it made him old, and then they just dumped him back. In this dimension. Yeah, time was different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not my favorite. Uh, liked the fight scene. Um, but otherwise, I mean, you know, she's a waitress. She's running away from her problems, which teenagers are want to do, uh, which human beings are want to do. But, no, that one and the episode that followed that were not my favorites. For the next season. one is... Dead Man's Party. Yes. Uh, a Nigerian mask reanimates the dead, forcing Buffy to battle a horde of zombies. Which, actually, there was a couple of zombies in this season. Yeah, the Zeppo had some zombies. and uh, The Zeppo or Zippo? Zeppo. Z-E-P-P-O. Okay. Um, and then, but this season, I guess we can just hit the high points of this season. Introduce a new Slayer. Yes, Faith. Faith. Played by Elijah Dushku. And it also introduces her watcher eventually toward the end, uh, who goes on to become a big character in the Angel, Angel se- series, the spinoff series of Angel, uh, Wesley Wyndham Price. Price. And Buffy, I mean, Faith is introduced on the third episode. Third episode, Faith, Hope, and Trick. And then Angel comes back in the fourth episode. Yeah. The Beauty Beast. and the Beasts. He's uh, affected from going to hell. I guess that would have an effect on you. Which this one is a really big callback because which one is it where he tries to kill himself, Angel? That's a few episodes later whenever um, the original evil. The uh, first. Yeah, the first is trying to get him to kill Buffy. But instead he tries to kill himself to to save Buffy um, it doesn't work and the first actually comes back in later seasons of Buffy they they kind of recycle that which was interesting to see um, that they were able to reuse that but right because that's because that was a huge callback from you didn't know how Angel got back and there was a whole mystery and mm-hmm. And he was a wild, kind of a wild animal. He was feral. For, yeah, feral. Um, this also introduces Anya, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, in the episode The Wish, Anya is introduced. And Anya is a demon who grants wishes, gives them kind of a twisted thing of what they wished for. Right. But that was a really good, like, alternate universe episode. Like... You, you would totally find that episode in fan fiction somewhere, I'm sure. Well, and other series have done that. Um, I know Star Trek had, they played with the original series as well as with Deep Space Nine. There was a mirror mm-hmm. universe, a dark universe, and they continued that where uh, Kirk is bad and Spock oh. is bad. You know, and it's just, it's a different timeline, different dimension. I mean, there's, they do that all the time in lots of these sci-fi genre shows. Which, it's it's a fun change. I mean, it's like the musical episodes, which sometimes get done by these these shows. It's it's just a fun way to uh, let the actors flex their their muscles, and I, I suppose a, it doesn't get so monotonous for them. Yeah, they get to try something different and new. Um, and that's where we also find out that um, there's a Hellmouth in Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you knew you knew what I was going to say. There's a Hellmouth in Ohio, and uh, we we meet. Um, Is it not, uh, we meet vampire. Is there a joke about it being the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Or is it just Ohio? Uh, like, is it Cleveland? It's Cleveland. It's Cleveland, Ohio. So it could be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It could be. Is the opening to hell. I mean, it, there's <laughs> because, a lot you know, of potential and, there. Well, you know, when rock and roll first started, they said it was the devil music and right, all that. Yeah. So. Um, but you that, get to see. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dra- uh, Dracula. That's not until season five. Five. Um, you get to see Vampire Xander and Vampire Willow, and it also has the Master back on it, which you hadn't seen since season one. That's right. Because the wish is 
not to get into every episode, but the general theme was is that Cordelia hooked up with Xander. We don't. Yeah. I think we ever talked they about that. They became a thing. And then a, there a was couple. a. And then Willow hooked up with Oz. He was introduced to last season. They became a couple. And then what happened was is that Oz, not Oz, Willow and Xander kind of started hooking up, being more romantic. Yeah. yeah. And Oz and Cordelia found out about it, which actually runs into an episode where Cordelia gets uh, run through with some rebar, mm-hmm. uh, where she falls. Which, fun fact, she, the actress Cordelia, uh, that played Cordelia, Charisma Carpenter, Charisma Carpenter actually had that happen to her as a child, and the scar that she had was in the same place as the rebar. Oh. In the show. Well, that's fun. I had no idea. Yeah, she, uh, at age 10, I think is what it said, was that mm-hmm. at her, there were rebar, they were doing something with her, her pool, and it wasn't fenced in, and she slipped and fell, and it punctured her stomach. That's so, horrible. So the scar where she has the rebar was where they put the rebar going through in mm-hmm. the uh, in that episode. So, I think she was like 10 years old. But anyway, so long story about that, it was that they broke up. And that's what Anya, because she's a vengeance demon. Mm-hmm. And Cordy is all upset because of Xander and all that. So she wishes for that Buffy, Buffy had never come came to Sunnydale. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. And okay. that's why we found out there's a Hellmouth in Ohio, because that's where Buffy goes instead of Sunnydale. She goes to Ohio, right, to yes. that Hellmouth. And so the Hellmouth here gets left unchecked, and the vampires take over. And... Giles kind of forms a uh, an alternate version of the Scooby Gang, right? That has him and Oz and um, what, the football player, um, the one that was a real douchebag. He's one of the White Hats as well. Okay. I can't remember his name. I'm, I'm fairly certain that he was the one that was uh, that came out of the closet later uh, in an episode with Xander, or maybe before. But was it Jonathan? Maybe Jonathan was one of the White Hats as well. But he wasn't the football player I was speaking of. No, he wouldn't be a football player, no. Uh, Larry. Larry. Yeah. And it had Harmony in it. Who eventually gets minions. Harmony has minions. But we have... uh, And then finally, it's just, you know, it's a whole topsy-turvy world... Angel has been tied up as their pet uh, because he still has a soul. Uh, and then Buffy comes and tries to. Buffy shows up and starts kicking butt. But then at the very end, yeah, and it, it's not the Buffy that that we all know. It's a a darker, more um, taking the training seriously. Yeah, world um, world has kind of pushed her in the the stone cold emotionally stone cold direction right and anyway the episode ends with cordy breaking the there was a charm a necklace mm-hmm. and once she did that it actually made Anna, anya the vengeance anya demon. the vengeance demon human again and so she's still a teenager and she just kind of hangs out yeah she's kind of stuck in high school and in the uh, life and I use air quotes there, the life that she made for herself to get um, Cordelia to make this wish and she because becomes, she posed as a student. And she becomes a very good staple of comedy later throughout the rest of the show. And But where were we going with all that? I have no idea. Okay. Another fine podcast brought to you by... <laughs> but... W- that was just a good episode, Doppelgang Land, right? So oh, that no, that was the wish. That was the wish. The yeah, other Doppelgang is, Land is. Uh, it introduced Anya. We'll say that that introduced Anya to the us. The wish. That introduced Anya as a character. Doppelgang uh, brought Vampire Willow back over to our universe. And then we also another fun episode from that season, though, is Gingerbread. Do you remember this episode? No. That's where Amy, um, one of their friends that's kind of on the periphery, gets turned into a rat. It's where... Oh, it's where... They see, like, the boy and the girl, like the Hansel and Gretel. 
Right, and then they think that it's that actually the, a demon. Right, and then all the parents the, go yeah, on the a mission. Is like, anti-slayer. Is it Moo? Moo? It's Moo. Mother's I, opposed to the occult. Cult. <laughs> <laughs> Which was fun. And it has one of my favorite lines from Buffy of all time that Buffy herself said. And that was the end when she breaks her, the, the stake that she's strapped to. She breaks it and kind of turns, kind of bends over and she uh, oh, the demon. gets the demon right in the neck. And she's like, did I get it? Did I get it? And that was just so perfect. And then Amy, of course, is the rat, which you see, which is something that follows throughout uh, into season six. Um, she doesn't just turn into a rat and then go away. Willow keeps her, for lack of a better word, as a pet while she's still a rat and takes care of her. The episode that we mentioned earlier with Angel is Amends, where the first comes and haunts him. Amends, that's right. Because that's the one where he's wanting to kill himself and Buffy stops him or they're sitting there talking because she's wait- was waiting for the sun to come up, but it becomes a cloudy day, overcast day, and it starts to snow. Oh, and it, yeah, it snows in Sun- Sunnydale. But that's a good call that they brought back that villain for season three, a mention of season three of how he got mm-hmm. there to the very last season being the final big bad if, for the TV show. Because, yeah, I mean, how do you defeat? How do you f- defeat the first act of evil, you know? Right. Like, you, that's not really... Which that kind of goes parallel with Angel with his big overall bad wolf woman heart. Like, how do you stop them? Because they're not they're not in it to take over the world as a general bad guy would like right. they take over the world. They're doing it incrementally and causing people not to care. So how do you stop that? Right. How do and, you, uh, how it, do you send people to hell when they're already there? And let me tell you, they are doing a bang up job. <laughs> they do. I know. The I mean, they're continuing, they're continuing to do it now. It's things are going <laughs> it's smoothly. Wolfram and Hart are doing well <laughs> in that department. Um, I guess we should so talking about big bads. We can talk about the big bad for this one is the mayor, which is always kind of it was kind of a fun twist because this is Buffy's senior year, mm-hmm. and she turns eighteen in the episode Helpless, and that's where Giles stops becoming a watcher mm-hmm. because he doesn't approve of their practices, and she kind of hands the council their ass and says, "I quit." Exactly, and then that. But they have another Slayer, so that's not that they don't see it as that big of a deal. And that's why Wesley becomes on the scene is because Giles refused, uh, or you know, stood up to him at the end. Yes. But the big bad is the mayor, which is interesting because I think they hinted about it in season two, which is what you love about this show is that they give you hints yeah, they, for earlier. They plant the seeds for future episodes and seasons. Planned out way in advance and can. They're able to do that. Which that's what I loved about Supernatural, the first five seasons anyway, because they had an overall five-season arc. Mm -hmm. If it makes it that far, that's where we want it to end. And after that, it gets that's when Supernatural starts getting muggled. But that's Supernatural. (laughs) Um, That's neither here nor there. But at they, the moment, but they, I think in season two they mentioned the mayor. Like, do you want the answer to the mayor? And they're like, the principal's like, no, 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 I'm fine. You know, because I remember that now that you say that because. With all this stuff happening, you would imagine that they would have to, you know, the, I know we like to rip about politicians, but, you know, obviously if all this was happening, the police department, the mayor, somebody would know about vampires or demons. It wouldn't just be yeah, localized well, to this one high school. And there's there's also that reference um, whenever Spike uh, attacks the high school in season two and the principal's like, just, just say it was PCP. Which is funny now. That wouldn't work now because PCP is not really a thing. It would be meth. <laughs> yeah. Just say it's meth, which wouldn't work at all. Or bath all. salts. Yeah, bath salts. That, that could work. Bath salts. But so obviously politicians in the town uh, knew what was going on, which I think by the time we get to the prom, we understand that everybody kind of knows what's going on. It's just one of those things that's not talked about. Which the mayor's big thing is he's wanting to ascend he wants to become a demon giant snake demon but the thing about that is that 
this is where it puts the it, again laying the foundation that it says all demons and all you know vampires that are in the world are not pure demons. Exactly. There, there's yeah, there's some sort of mix. Their mixture of human. There's some humanness in there for them to be here. So they, he's wanting to become a pure demon, which because, are very gigantic. That also sets the stage for that for them being. That's where I was going. Huge. Yes. Yeah, sorry. No, no, Take no. it away. No, no. Being huge demons. Yeah. And then that leads the stage for the last season with the vampires that they the first because those, are, those pure are pure vampires. Yeah. And not mixed with human um, at the very last season. So he's trying to send, and then they do. He does. There's he does a ritual, and it's actually he's very much. There's some they they play it for laughs with the mayor. There's a lot of humor with him because he's very much like clean freak. Yes, he's he's the uh, kind of like conservative family guy. Like Mister Rogers, if Mister Rogers wanted to become a big snake demon. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely, except uh, his values were a little more conservative, which which uh, worked for the funny even more. Because Mr. Rogers was, you know. Because there's a part where he does the ritual to the ascension and he can't die until he ascends. So mm-hmm. it's like he's basically and, uh, immortal. It should also be mentioned here that... He is immortal, like he's lived a long life. Yeah, too. he has, uh, at least since the church collapsed um, that trapped the master. Okay. Um but it should also be mentioned that faith turns turns bad and starts working for the mayor. She's no longer five by five. Yeah, she's no longer five by five. She thinks Buffy and them hate her, which, I mean, they come to hate her because she turns into a gigantic bitch. But, you know, she starts working for the mayor and she finds that father figure or that parental figure that she's always wanted and needed. And he even gets her a PlayStation, which at the time was, was a big huge. deal. Yeah, the PlayStation. No less. So that kind of all that leads up. I mean, then there's several good filler episodes in between there. Uh, the Zeppo is really good episode. I love that episode just because it it turns it on its head because it's they're talking about the Hellmouth opening and you would think that would be something that would be very focused on the main Scooby cast and Buffy and Angel and Faith because this is before Faith goes bad. So it's all like we're up at arms, let's go. But then. The main story is following Xander around mm-hmm. and like they're keeping Xander out of the fight. Um, and it follows his wild adventure. Yeah, He finds himself in his own sort of trouble. He's the main, he's the main story with that Hellmouth opening being the secondary. Cause there's a huge thing toward the end where the Hellmouth's open and he's Xander's dealing with zombies and vampires. And it's just, and it kind of leads Xander to kind of be his own man because he was kind of doubting his role again, which is a kind of a theme for Xander. Like he always doubting, yeah. doubting himself, even until the last season he's doing that. And that's why when I mentioned in season when we first started talking about Buffy that I don't think he grows the he grows the least because he's, he's still, still there, like his place among the group. Yeah, because he never comes to have any kind of special. He's the what in season four they call him the heart of the group. But he never comes to have any, like, special powers. He's never a witch. He's never um, a demon. He's never... He's just a regular guy. He's white bread, is what he is. And they try to give Xander moments throughout the entire the entirety of the show. Like, he saves Willow. He has that moment. And then... I mean, the biggest thing they give him is carpentry. Yeah. At the <laughs> end. Like, yeah. They, uh, I can build things. Yeah. Yeah. And that, it, that it, continues, cost, it right? cost him an eye. Yeah, that continues um, on in the comics, in the Buffy comics, right? I'm, I'm not familiar. I'm, or, I, I've followed or, with the Angel comics after that one. Maybe it was in an episode of Angel where they mentioned that he's like in Brazil building houses for the homeless or something. I can't remember. But there was something like that. It was like a throwaway line. Okay. And I was like, oh, so we know what Xander was doing. Yeah, I mean, out of all of them, I mean, Xander and really Buffy too doesn't really... Like, she has an arc, and then they have to kind of do with Xander. They kind of hit a reset button. Mm-hmm. Like, any kind of growth he has, they kind of backtrack. And in the new season, he kind of starts with, you know, where's my place? What am I doing? Yeah, which yeah. is, I guess that's, maybe that's... So the show can his, continue on. His quirk, or what his character was there for, was to constantly be, like, kind of the viewer questioning. Because, I mean, I, I know as I've gotten older, I, I still question my place. And, and that's kind of... 
leading up to the graduation and becoming an adult and I guess Buffy and Angel trying to build back the relationship after he becomes non-feral and they kind of the most of the season is will they won't they be together why can't they be together mm-hmm. and it ends well Buffy I mean not Buffy Angel ends it at the prom if they stop being mm-hmm. a couple he ends it he shows up and then that's kind of and it then, for their relationship and then he shows up at the graduation to help and then he walks away at the end they don't do any kind of hug or goodbye he mm-hmm. just turns and walks and then he goes off and does he goes the, to LA and does, does the spinoff of Angel and that's and Cordy goes with him mm-hmm. and that's, she doesn't go with him she they just meet. go they yeah. meet in LA they yes. meet in LA but the character Cordy goes with him in the show yes but yeah that's kind of how season three is I mean it's kind of a good analogy you know just don't know what you're going to do and except you know I can't remember. I was say you remember back. high school. That, I, I was gonna say you you co-opted, so you didn't really. Yeah, I already had a job, and I was already kind of a grown up, so I don't really remember that transition. I think uh, I think it happened all through my twenties, actually. Or maybe that's what it is. I'm still in that. Because you were rest done of at, development. <laughs> you were done at like what ten thirty uh, every depended day. On, depended on the semester, but yeah, okay. anywhere from ten thirty to twelve thirty. And I was finished. <laughs> but that kind of wraps up season three. It was a very good episode. It really picked up steam from the season two, which I still think is the best season. Mm-hmm. Arguably the best season of Buffy. Um, the next season is kind of the meh. I, like I, big I, things happen, but it's not. And it, funny things happen. Beer bad. Beer bad. There's there's It continues on. I say probably... I think the last season is probably the weakest. Yes, absolutely. A season of Buffy because it's just been going on too long. I think season five, again, should have ended it because that's... Well, that was the original plan, right? I think so. I mean, I, I think it kind of... That's also when they switched networks from the um, WB to UPN. UPN. I think that was the original take, but if... And, you know, you think about it like, well, if it didn't end, we wouldn't get once more with feeling. You know, right, those, which was a fantastic musical. Episode. There are moments in the later seasons that are worth it, mm-hmm. but it, overall, I think it still should have ended because it kind of wrapped up. Like I said, it wrapped up her story. You know, death is her gift. You know, and and now that's all I hear whispered in my head is death is your gift. <laughs> Unless you're playing black and white, <laughs> and then it's just death. So that's great season continues up picks up right with season two and just hits the ground running and i think that's where it starts to break up is because season four buffy's you know call it you know buffy it's the college fr- years yeah it's freshman year of college and, and continuing to grow season five still got college in the background but it's mostly dealing more with the i think the season five is the more big bad because Kind of like the first four seasons, there is a big bad, but it's, it's still so, dealing with life stuff. And then, season but it's six, more in the background. Yes, like, until the until like the last three, or, three yeah. or four episodes, then it's really prominent. And they try to change that back in season six, but it comes out not really working that well. Because who was even the big bad in season six? Season six was, was that Willow. Willow. That was Willow. Okay. And it just didn't. It chased all the lesbians away. <laughs> Although that does throw out the line of strawberries. Yeah, which was fun, and I love that actor. Um, but it just it couldn't reach that that thing, that magic that it used to have. And there were just too many filler episodes for me in season six. It wasn't enough. There wasn't a big enough arc. Yeah, season five was still growing. And then... And it was on a different um, station than Angel then, too, so you couldn't have those... Crossover moments. Did they not do them? Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, they did. What episode? Uh, the final season of Buffy, because Angel shows up with that medallion and gives it to Spike. Yeah, but that's that's it. <laughs> okay. Like, after season four, there was none of that. <laughs> well, then, because there wasn't that much, because... She goes to his show, he comes to her oh, show. Sure. It happened a few times. But they, another Willow came over. Yeah, Red but, Rover, Red Rover, Willow come over <laughs> in season four of Angel yeah. when they were they were on the last season. 
Was that the last season? No. Mm-hmm. They made phone calls in the last season because last season was Wolfram and Hart. It was before that. It was whenever Faith was there. And Angel had one more season after Buffy ended. Because no, well, no, um, yeah, because that was the she and Fred. Yeah, because that like, was season six of Buffy. Because Willow had just gotten over the bad mojo of being a. Well, that's what I was thinking. It was season, season seven, seven of Buffy, and it was the season four of Angel, which was before four. Wolfram and Hart, which was season five of Angel. We know things. <laughs> we know lots of things. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like the final season of Buffy. You had Willow coming over, and you had Faith going back over to Buffy. Mm-hmm. But Faith wasn't contracted to any network or right. anything. But Willow came over in season mm-hmm. season seven of Buffy was season four of Angel. Yes. Um, and then season five, you didn't have anything because Buffy had ended, and they were trying to get Buffy in for that one episode, which I think would have hindered it more. It was more funny mm-hmm. to have her not be there, the girl in question, uh-huh. where they go to Italy. Oh, Yes. And she's yeah, with season the, five of Angel. She's with the Immortal. Buffy's with the Immortal. Hooks yeah. up with a guy named the Immortal. I'm just going to say Immortal a couple more times. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why not? It's a fun word, Immortal. Um, she said it a few times. It just sounds weird. But yeah, so I mean, they, they still went over. And then Angel goes back in season four. When Buff, when, yeah, when Angel raps season four, he gets the medallion and takes it back to... yes. Buffy for her final season seven. And then Angel continues for one more season after. Mm-hmm. It was just what I was saying. It was just never as contractually easy as it would have been had they been on the same network. Right. Where it, they could have done it much more. And there could have been many moments where it was like, oh, well, this would have been the perfect time for Angel to, to show up. Or mm, Buffy could have shown up here and this would have made sense. Story-wise. Well, did, didn't, I mean, they did get around that though. Because didn't season six... Like, when she comes back to life, there's, like, both shows addressed that they went off together. Yes, that that was that was the, uh, the cop-out for it. Is yeah, they, they met up in a motel, and they did it in the comics, is how they got around that. Okay. There's a comic book with... I hadn't seen the comic. ...with them um, meeting up at this hotel or whatever. And I think they have, like, a little adventure or what, whatnot. And okay. Hilarity ensues. Yes, as it usually does with Buffy. <laughs> It's like, oh, I hate to be in that room. And then they're just making tea for each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so that will wrap it for season three. Again, it was a great season. It continuing to hit the steam. Great show running on all cylinders. Everyone's growing. There's new stuff happening before it starts going off tilt with season. I guess season six would be the, the last two seasons is where things start. What was that? Jump the shark? Isn't that what they used to call it? Jumping the shark? Mm-hmm. Is that That's still fun. what they call it? I think we still call it the old millennials do, <laughs> uh, because it references a Happy Days episode. So, right from it's when the Fonz jumps a thing of sharks, mm-hmm. you know, water skiing, wearing his leather jacket, in some hey. later season in Happy Days. So they called it jumping the shark. <laughs> but yeah, so they they definitely jumped a shark, starting with season six. So that will wrap it for Buffy, and we will move on to episode four of American Gods. I lived my life. Good and bad. Definitely not light as a feather. How did you get caught? I can make it if you can. Can you wait for me? You were alive, Laura Moon. Now you are dead. Which was the Laura episode. And this episode definitely takes it out of pace with the rest of the episodes. Yeah, it deviated. Uh, it largely deviated from the book. And I read... Um, I can't remember what website I read it on. But somebody wrote an article about how they're really just expanding Laura's story. And I thought, maybe that would have been fine. But they kind of, in my opinion, they completely changed the, the character of Shadow. Like, he's not the guy that you recognize throughout the book and have come to recognize throughout the series. I would agree with that. And I'm all for because in the book, she's mentioned in a few flashbacks with shadow and then she just appears periodically in the book and the way she acts 
I guess we can just go on record. I didn't care for the episode. I, I agree. I didn't. I think it. I think I it like derailed. the last bit of it, but like maybe the last fifteen minutes. But that was about it. I think it derailed the show from the good pace and like the how much it reminded me of the book and how mm-hmm. well it was going, and it just kind of slammed the brakes on this show because it, it was because they always started the episode with a, talking about a different vignette different short story of a different god yes and none of that's there this is straight laura another thing i didn't like about her was she's acting like she's dead already like in the book it, yeah, it implies very... in the book it implies she was alive because her and shadow had a great relationship mm-hmm. and after he, she comes back She's dead, and mm-hmm. she's kind of that muted personality. Yes. And here, it's like... She she's, was already that that dead girl who didn't really... She even says in the episode, I didn't love my job. I didn't love my family. I didn't... You know, she didn't love all of that. She thought it was utter bullshit that somebody... And, she, and Audrey, uh, the guy's wife that she had an affair with, was like, well, you know, don't live a great life. Don't ha- leave a great uh, obituary. Or something to that effect. That's a paraphrase, obviously. But did you realize that was Dane Cook? Uh, I did. The, the, the best friend. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's Dane Cook. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what? Shadow's best friend was played by Dane Cook. The two things that I loved about this episode, the the two biggest things was, um, whenever she's, um, pleasuring Dane Cook in the car. Uh huh. Um, the song "The Weight" uh, by the band was playing, uh-huh. which nobody actually knows. Like the band refuses to reveal what that song's actually about. They refuse to release the lyrics to that song. Actually, really. Um, which to me is just like ha ha ha. As a as a writer, I'm like, I feel you. I know what it's like. Don't ask me what this means. But I liked that that was playing because that adds a lot of layers to the scene that already has layers. See, I don't even remember that. I don't, I'm trying to remember that. See, I mean, I remember the scene, but I don't remember the song. Right. So I'm going to have to go back and look. Well, at I it. love that song anyway. And because I know that about that song, I was just like, this is, is perfect. This is the perfect song for this scene with the discussion that, that these two people are already having and the situation that they've put themselves in. And then the other scene was, Whenever uh, Betty Gilpin's character, Audrey, um, she's an amazing actress. I love watching her in anything. Um, <laughs> Laura comes to her house to use her craft supplies to sew her arm back on. Right. And, like, she's still dispelling um, fluid, embalming fluid from her body, if you will. So she's on the toilet having this uh, special moment with the toilet. And Betty Gilpin's character, Audrey, is in the bathtub kind of afraid and they they start talking and and she looks at Laura and she's like oh fuck your feelings and I was like that's perfect that's the perfect line to say like like who gets to say that to the person who you know had an affair with your husband yeah Yeah. and died like during the affair during the act of an affair yes and that was just uh, her delivery of that line and of her delivery of every line in this episode I just thought was just spot on and I could really feel that with her yeah, and the episode was called Get Gone, and that was referencing a brand of uh, insect repellent. Um, and was she, let me ask you this, do you think she was trying to kill herself or she was trying to get high at the first? Because there's a scene where she sprays it and then she gets in the hot tub with it and then she opens up the thing and it's like she sprayed it in, inside with it she, closed. So I think she was trying to kill herself. Um, but I don't know if there was that was of... after she was dead. No, no, no. That I was thought... when she first came back before she, she met Shadow. It was going through her day, and she she got in the hot tub. Yeah, she was hiding from him because he was coming to the porch. You see no, that's him. where she's carrying her arm. But there was a scene like the water was there, like mm-hmm. she and she's spraying it, and she pops open the top, and she's coughing because it, she sprayed the. Oh, see, I, I was thinking that was after she was already dead and had come back. The only time she gets back in that is is when you're right is when because she sees shadows kind of like a blinding yeah. sun, like she's got radar to him. Then she probably was trying to kill herself then because I know she had suicidal tendencies, but I was thinking that was because she had flies swarming her because she's decomposing. No, no, because there was uh, it was a scene where it shows her coming in, turning off the lights, letting the mm-hmm. cat out. She 
does a boiling egg. You know, she eats it, and then yeah. she sprays some the the get gone stuff, mm-hmm. and then it shows her at the hot tub, and she's diving down, and then she gets back up, and then at the the cla- the the canopy yeah, her- the canopy is closed, and then she's popping it open, and there's smoke coming out, and she's coughing. Oh. She probably was then because I know. Um, because then later she, on, she's suicidal. Because then later on, when Shadow and her are together, and he's like, "Do you need anything from the store?" She's like, "I need more insect repair." That's kind of referencing right. back that moment, like she's still trying to do that. Which I don't know but for different reasons this time. Right, I just don't know if that was the best way of going with her character. I'm all for. Her giving more backstory and more flushing out the characters. But I just don't know if making her that dad before she became dead. Having her be, she was kind of the victim, a victim of shadows because he was like this super con artist guy or whatever. Uh, I just didn't, that wasn't believable to me. And maybe that's just because I know what I know about his character. And in the book, there is something similar where there is a heist gone wrong and shadow could have flipped on her. But he didn't. Right. And the heist wasn't, which in the episode, they kind of make it her idea, but I mean. Oh, it totally makes her. I mean, he he comes to her first, but then he drops it and falls in love with her. Yes. And then she comes back and says, let's do it. Yeah. Because she needs some excitement in her life, as it were. So I just, I don't know. It was just very confusing for me as a reader and then as a viewer to see that, to see that change so abruptly. And so dramatically. And that brings me up to a question I was going to ask you. Because I listen to other podcasts. Podcasts that have a lot more listeners than we do at the <laughs> moment. And they brought it up. Like they do a thing at the end where it's like buried treasure. And they mentioned American Gods. And the person that was saying, you know, kind of like, watch American Gods. He hadn't read the books. Mm-hmm. And so he said he's watched these first three episodes. He's watched the first three at that time point in time. And he was totally confused. And the other person who's read the book said, oh, it's so great. You know, you you really, you know, there's all these you know Easter eggs, kind of like what we're doing. So I'm really thinking, if we hadn't read the books, would we know what was going on? Would we understand what was going on? And I don't know if it was just maybe him or he just wasn't getting something. But I'm, I, you know, I generally try to think, like, would we understand what was going on if we didn't have these little insights from the book? Right, and that's a very hard thing. I don't know. Uh, don't you have somebody who has not read the book? Yes. I, watching I, it? I work with someone and I'm filling him in on some stuff, but it's not like he was like, so who is this person? What's going on? Like mm-hmm. he's getting it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I did kind of tell him the premise of what the God, cause they haven't really got into any of that about, them being gods and what that yeah, all that's that. not really been laid laid out blatantly yet. So if you hadn't done a lot of research into it or just finding out about it, because I know a lot of the promos talked about gods and stuff like that, but if you just came into it cold and started watching the first strips, I guess it would be confusing. Maybe or like what's going on? Who are these people? Why can they do this? What's going? You know, I mean, yeah. it, I was trying to think of back, like trying to take myself out of it. Like, are is it? unapproachable to someone who doesn't read, hasn't read the books or hasn't put any effort into. That's something I'm going to have to kind of research online now that you have me thinking about it because in my mind, I'm like, well, yeah, it's perfect. It, you know, it's a great show and it's all laid out there and there's no reason nobody should understand it. But yeah. Cause even when we're reviewing but, it, we're like, Oh, that's such a great callback to the book. And, and we don't like this episode because it doesn't call back to the book. Like we should want it to. Right. So, yeah. And we don't like the not way to say it's not a good episode. I mean, it's crafted well mm-hmm. it uh, has a great soundtrack um the camera work is amazing in those tight shots they get and they they shot it differently um they use tighter shots i guess to kind of show um laura's isolation more mm-hmm. um, which that kind of draws back to my visual anthropology classes where i'm drawing that from but um just the the style they used has been different from the other three episodes uh, cinematically speaking. And I guess that would be, that, I think that's our biggest criticism is that it's changed the format. And I guess even if you weren't familiar with the subject, it would be, this would take it on a wholly different turn. And you may be like, oh, this is a fresh, you know, because this is the fourth episode. There's only eight episodes, like we talked about earlier mm-hmm. before the podcast. There's only going to be eight this season. So we're at the halfway point already. And I don't want it to end. No. But, not ever. Not ever. But this may be, you know, some. You know, a breath of fresh air to some people who probably didn't know what's going on, um, who maybe don't know who Wednesday is. 
Yes, and it, it uh, who probably also, they probably also wanted that character of Laura fleshed out because we know as readers kind of her, her business and her, she was more than just, you know, kind of Shadow's wife and mm-hmm. I guess in TV you, you, you kind of need to flesh that out more. Right. It's more important than on the written. That can be. It needs to be less implied and more blatantly expressed. I guess is what I'm trying to say, because in writing you can imply things and you don't have to make them blatant. And then yeah, I mean, and you can then four chapters later become more on the nose or you know elaborate more, and you can still have mm-hmm. four more chapter, you know, five, ten, even at the very end, pull it all back together at the end. But on a TV show, you need to kind of. Lay it all out. (laughs) Or get it, you know, you don't have that much time frame to lay it all out for later. So, yeah, the fourth episode, I think, is our least favorite of the, we'll say that. Yes. Our least favorite so far. The fifth episode is tonight. I'm looking forward to watching it. 9 p.m. on Stars. 9 p.m. on Stars. We will hopefully... We'll be meeting sooner, and we're not going to be doing it for (laughs) next week. I don't know how that's going to work out. We'll pick a day. But we'll both watch it and come back and re- continue to review it. And then afterwards, after we get done reviewing it, I guess we can talk about, we'll probably talk about other shows or movies. We've been talking very TV heavily, and that's what we also talked about prior to this podcast was we we're not really talking about films or more books that we like. So we'll probably, after American Gods wraps, we'll probably start bringing in more different, more different. We'll probably bring in more pop culture references it may be like a, a summer reading episode maybe yeah we don't know we'll we'll let you know you'll know when we know <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth so that will probably wrap up episode four for the at least the the main parts of it so we'll we'll, we'll end with the doing the would you rather game so what we'll probably do is we'll just take turns that was my phone. I forgot to put on silent. Hopefully, I don't know if that'll come through or not. So if it doesn't come through, I'll just sound even more like a crazy person because I just said, oh, that's my phone in the middle of nowhere. So what we'll do is we'll just kind of take turns reading a would you rather. Uh, and we'll both answer them. Okay, absolutely. But, so you'll ask, do you want to go first and then ask yes. me and I'll answer it and then you can give your answer to it and then uh, we'll just keep going from there. So you go ahead. Okay, would you rather live in a world where Godzilla is real or where zombies are real? Oh, okay, I'll, I'll start with this, is that <laughs> both Heather and I, and I'm, I know people do this since The Walking Dead, or even before The Walking Dead, <laughs> we've talked to them, they're out there, is that <laughs> we, every time we go to a building or a different location, we scout it. <laughs> In our minds of the best exit or entry out for a zombie, if there was a zombie outbreak. Or best hiding places, highest places with the easiest access. We have a rally point. (laughs) We've talked about it. And I know other people do it too. Now, We know you're out there. In in the scope of a zombie, okay, so it says a zombie outbreak. Uh, uh, Where zombies are real. Where zombies are real. So Not, ne- they could be uh, baggers down at the grocery store. That it could be like uh, Shaun of the Dead, yeah. where they, there's an outbreak and then we, we like take care of it. Maybe I keep you in my outbuilding to play video games with. We don't know. Exactly. Like there, there may be some chaos at the beginning and then we're, we're cool. Yeah. And then whether Godzilla exists. Mm-hmm. I think based on the wording, I would prefer Godzilla. Just because that's all the way in Japan. I'm on the East Coast. <laughs> I've got plenty of time if he starts heading this way. Now, if yeah. there, if now if he were to, you know, live in a apocalyptic zombie world, right. I would probably go with the zombie thing because you know, free reign of everything, just that mm-hmm. whole, you know, scenario of like, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? I think I would go with that one. Yes. So I think I'd go with Godzilla because he's that's Japan. He's, yeah, he's way over there. I mean, even if he hits San Francisco, I'm all the way on the East Coast. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, we're good. We're good. He's got to go through a lot of stuff. I mean, before. all the, the desert, all those mountains, and like he's going to freeze to death going over, you know, the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, that's he's going really to get that's tired. Cold. I mean, there's lots of playground for him. He's got the whole Pacific Ocean. Yeah, 
I'm good. So, I, I, think I, your, I think I agree with you on that. I would totally go with the Godzilla. Yeah. Just because we're safe. We're over here in the east. So. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it would be as much fun if we just had zombies. Like Shaun of the Dead, how it ended with. They're just like, you know. Yeah. There are baggers down at the grocery store. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, they make the joke about, um, you know, us with smartphones or like zombies anyway. So, you know. That's, I mean, you know. Glued to our phones. It's kind of true, but. All right. So, for mine. Would you rather disappear in a puff of smoke like a ninja every time you leave a room? And you're like, done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could tell by my face. That's, that's, <laughs> okay, or? Okay, have men in black precede you to secure the room every time you enter. So, like, like Secret Service yes. would, wherever you show up, three or four men in black would come in and secure the area, and then you would enter. Oh, no, puff of smoke. All the way. Like, how cool would that be? I don't know. You were complaining about your neighbor smoking, so it'd be <laughs> like, true. God, the smoke maybe is it killing me. Maybe it wouldn't smell like tobacco smoke. Maybe it would smell like fireworks. And that'd be okay with that. So just like, okay. Well, I think your friends would start getting mad at you because this is every time. <laughs> this appears to like a ninja every time you leave a room. So it's not like... It's not like when I'm done for the day. It's like, I'm in the living room. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Poof. Well, you know how and then I feel in the about bathroom, my, poof. my friends think. So. And then poof, I'm back. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. you know, yeah. like. I, I imagine that my, my son would be like, Mom, not again. And it doesn't say that you teleport either. It just says that there's a puff of like, smoke. So if there's a puff of smoke and then there's you running, running. out. <laughs> Which. Maybe that would just like keep the funny of it. Like you just see me kind of being like, <laughs> running. Says, well, I mean, you know, I guess it's implied because it says like a ninja because you never see them running off, but you do see that on some comedies where it's like smoke screen and then you see them running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that would be even funnier. So you would go with the puff of smoke. I would. What would you go with? I don't know. I'm leaning more towards the men in black because it just makes you feel like you're all like important. Yeah, but God, that's some nosy shit going on there. Well, I mean, they secure the room. So it's just like someone would come in and be like, secure, secure. They would just make sure there's no threats and then you come in. I ain't that important. <laughs> it would make me feel like I'm important. <laughs> I don't know. The puff of smoke does sound if 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 you actually disappear and reappear somewhere, See, I would do the puff of smoke. that's what I was thinking. Like, you know. Some like Xena era Greek god disappearing, reappearing somewhere. Right. Okay. So first round done. First round. How many do you want to do? Like two each? Sure. Two or three each? Sure. Okay. So your turn. Uh, would you rather do your job beside someone who talks to himself all day or with someone kicking the back of your chair all day? Uh, the guy talking all the time because I can tune him out. Because I I work in cubicle world, I hear that all the time. I could someone kicking the back of my chair would be too annoying. Yeah, yeah, I would have to turn around and smack the shit out of them. So yeah, so that one, yeah, I yeah. agree with you on that one. I can tune it out. I I can wear headphones, mm -hmm. and I do. So <laughs> all right, so here we go. Yours is. That was a quick one, so we might do a third round. Okay. Since that was pretty quick. All right, give up an index finger and have perfect vision. Or give up your nipples and never get gray hair. I would give up my nipples and never <laughs> get gray hair. <laughs> the conceited answer is you but give I mean, up your nipples. I've already and, had LASIK. So. <laughs> and it didn't work. Well, this is saying you give up an index finger, which is. This one. <laughs> your pointer. Yeah. It's Where's the pointer? One. <laughs> Where's pointer? Here I am. Here I am. So you would give up. An index finger. It doesn't say which hand, so you could still be, a, you know, your lefty, your softball. Yeah. So you could give up your right index finger. And still, but you'd have perfect vision. Or I have perfect vision now. I'm 20-20. But you still need glasses. That's just read. for reading. And yeah. that's not because it's blurry. It's just because my eyes get tired. Or give up your nipples and never ha get gray hair. Nipples gone. I mean, which if I I'm guess on for you that would naked be naked anyway, so it, uh, they would be gone. So. Which I guess for you that would be <laughs> kind of you know in the bedroom situation, which would be harder, giving up an index finger or <laughs> not having any nipples. 
I'd still, <laughs> damn it, I'd still give up the index finger. You would still give up your index finger uh-huh. or give up your nipples? No. I, oh, I'd still give up the nipples. For the no gray hair. For no gray hair. Right. Because, I mean, if I had gray hair, I might not make it to the bedroom. That may not be true. I don't know. Maybe I'd look like a silver fox. I was going to say, the silver fox. You never know. But, but I don't know. Okay. So your answer is give up your nipples that never have gray hair. Free the nipples. Absolutely. All right. My answer, I was just giving you a hard time. I'd probably do the nipple <laughs> thing too. Because I'm already getting gray in my, in my goatee and stuff, and mm-hmm. I hate it. I'm getting little white hairs as it grows yeah. out. Uh, I hate it. And, I've had one in the eyebrow and one up here. But then again, I mean, you know, if you're thinking about it logically, you can dye your hair. And you could get LASIK. So, I mean, you know, these would you rather, you know, there's, yeah. So, all right. One more round. You got your turn. Okay. Would you rather have a free phone plan with unlimited data, but only be able to call five people or have unlimited free internet, but only be allowed to go to the same five websites? The first one. Absolutely. I don't call anybody. I text everybody. So yeah, if I'm forced to call, call you, then I only call five people. Less than five. (laughs) My wife, my mom, <laughs> everyone else I text, and, yeah. I, and I, people at work. If you know, so should the need arise? Is the need arises? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, unlimited data. Yeah, absolutely. Who wouldn't yeah. choose unlimited data? And then you know, what would even be your five websites? I mean, you know, like five, just five websites. You know, like yeah. Reddit. You know, so you can get everything. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Reddit and that you, I guess you would just need Reddit because you could get everything you need, fandom stuff. But would you be able to click out like if they had links? I guess not because just, just says five websites. Yeah. If you have unlimited data, I would be. Could you get torrent sites? Then you can just See? download everything because yeah. it's unlimited free internet. All right. Not if you're being watched by the man. Like Heather is. Yeah. Because there's a file. There's, there's, NSA. there's an NSA file because you've already <laughs> you've mentioned you've searched out how to find a new identity uh-huh. and this podcast is going to go live where we're talking about blowing shit up yep so and, uh, it's going academia. to <laughs> yeah so here's your final one okay all right go, go, go. feel like you're about would you rather feel like you're about to fall every time you take a step which you already do yeah or or would you rather feel uh Feel a constant itch in your crotch whenever you stand still. Um, so would you rather feel like you're about to fall every time you take a step? So it's yeah. not just, or feel a constant itch in your crotch whenever you stand still. So while you're moving, you're fine. But whenever you stand still, That's you, really, you feel really an itch hard. in your crotch. Like I have not often felt an itch in my crotch, but I have often felt the, uh, the falling taking a step um, I'm going to go with the itch in the crotch because that falling feeling is horrible and there's not enough volume in the world sometimes well it says standing still so if you, you're sitting right I could shake a leg all the time yeah even standing <laughs> I mean like I'd probably be built like a brick shit house by the end of it at least from the waist down but I wouldn't have an itchy crotch all right, so mine. Ugh. Yeah, it's not easy, is it? <laughs> feel like you're about to fall every time you take a step. So there wouldn't be any time you're not, you know, like, but you could be driving and stuff and be totally fine just mm-hmm. every time you step, which is a lot. And that'd or be fe- stairs, going upstairs, downstairs. Mm-hmm. Or feel a constant itch in your crotch whenever you stand still. So whenever you're not moving, you're okay. I would go with that one, the, the itch. Because the itch. If I'm setting, if I'm able to set, and as long as I, as soon as I get up, I just keep moving. Yeah. No crotch itch. I'll go back to peeing, setting down, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, some guys do that, and that's okay. All right. So that will wrap it up for Would You Rather for this, for this week. I enjoyed that. Um, I'm I'm liking these questions. Uh, Again, as we wrap up this episode of uh, Reach the Masses, uh, shout out to us. We have a Twitter. We have uh, Gmail. Reach the mass at gmail.com. We have a Twitter, which is also at Reach the Mass. At Reach just the mass. MAS. 
uh, go on to iTunes and like us. We also are trying to get it on Google Play. I'm still working on that, but we're, we're also, also on, on archive.org if you just type in Reach the Masses. We also have a YouTube station now. Well, yes, we're also on YouTube, so go on YouTube. Go on. There's lots of different areas for you to go on, like, like us, subscribe to us. Give us a shout-out. Tell us what you think, what things you enjoy. If you enjoyed it, things that we missed, just we want to hear from you. So just reach out to us uh, on any of those platforms. And tell your friends. Yeah, tell, tell your friends. friends. We, we're always glad to see people listening, and we want to hear from you. Good, bad, or indifferent. Well, that will wrap up episode four. We've got four down, so we will end it with that. All right. For Reach the Masses, I'm Travis. And I'm Heather. 